Hello and welcome to Cinephiles Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have the great Michelle Lee, actress, stunt performer. She's done it all. Can't wait to speak to her. She's going to be on here in just a second. How have you guys been doing? Doing well? Give us a call at 515-602-9609. Can't wait to speak to all of you guys. We've had a great, great amount of guests coming on lately. You know I don't like to timestamp these shows, but these shows are done in order. And we've had some really fantastic, amazing guests on lately. How have you guys been doing during the pandemic? You guys doing well? I hope you guys are doing well. We'll speak a little bit about it after the show. But I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are staying healthy, staying close to your family, you know, and just you know, thinking about the future. I only have one complaint today. <laughs> only one. For all you couples that walk down the street shoulder to shoulder, listen, I hate you. I don't hate your love. I I, I adore your love. Sincerely, I adore your love. And and thank you for having somebody to to love. I I appreciate that. It it keeps you happy. Keeps you from stealing my car. (laughs) Because you're happy. But when you're walking down the street, you make me walk in the street. Do you understand? So when couples walk down the street... I literally have to walk into the street in order to get out of your way. I think that's really, really rude. And and a lot of couples are not wearing masks because they live together. So they're not wearing masks. They're walking on the street brazen. And by the way, today I went to the market and I didn't see one couple give a flip. Now, one flip that I had to walk into the street into opposing traffic to avoid their, you know, supposed coronavirus, probably. Who knows? I mean, they're going for a cup of joe. They're going for a cup of coffee. I'm avoiding them because I don't want to die. And that may sound dramatic to you. It may, I mean, listen, we have people listening from Belarus, Chile, Peru, Germany, Russia, We have people listening from Canada, Alaska. We have so many international people listening right now. And maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. But let me explain it one more time before we bring Monica on. Or Michelle, excuse me. Before we bring Michelle on. Sorry, Michelle. I screwed up there. Uh, (laughs) What these guys do is there's only really two rows. Really tight rows. And these guys are... Guy and girl are walking in this row, no masks on, very tight, and they don't look at you. They look at each other lovingly. They look straight ahead, and I'm looking at them going, like, what am I going to do? I don't want to slip to the right of them because I don't want to walk on the grass. I mean, that's not six feet away. That's three feet away. I'm going to go into the street because they're not giving me an option. They're not... 
one's not going behind the other. One's not going in front of the other. They're not like cyclists or runners. They're not doing this for me. They're just like, yeah, we're out here. Deal with it. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> so that's my one complaint today about the coronavirus. I, I really am... Uh, I really am annoyed by that. Besides the fact that I've always, you know, been annoyed by those guys who, who wait in line for the for the coffee down the street over here in, in in my city. You know, a lot of them are now standing in the streets in order to get their coffee. People are really outside more than ever now. Just it's a little insane. Be careful. Be forewarned. Take care of your partners. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Bring Michelle in here, huh? She's waited long enough. Let's give her a little bit of a clap track here, huh? <laughs> there you go, Michelle. Hi. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Wow! Look at that. That's a, I love that. Uh, I love that sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have That's a, a nice large. Very good. We have a nice large audience. We have about 1,200 people listening right now. Uh, you know, we, we wanted to get you on here. Thank you so much for joining us today. Before we get started, how are you and your family do- doing during this pandemic? Uh, it's, it's definitely crazy. Um, definitely a huge change of pace. It's just me and my daughter. Um, we live in Santa Monica, and it's... Um, nice. Uh, me, my daughter, my then, dog. Then you, then you know what I'm talking. Then you know what I'm talking about by my beginning speech. Then, because we live in the same area. Yeah, I, I definitely do it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of that. There's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys, are you guys doing well? Yeah, we're doing well. Um, we're healthy. Um, you know, we're wearing our masks out, and and you know, it, as hard it is as it is to get a four year old to put a mask on i'm just, right you know trying trying try to be like no nope, look at everyone else so, I, um, I don't know i don't know what that's like to put to put a, a mask on a four-year-old and i, I don't understand what a, what a four-year-old would think to put a mask on their face yeah i can't even get her to wear a freaking ponytail without it ripping off in two seconds let alone mask. but you I know, know. It's just like uh, you'd have to reinstate it, and this is a part of life. And and now she kind of goes, "Oh yeah, there's a virus," and she says it like it's no big deal. Feels so like, like if, oh my god, we're <laughs> panicking. Yeah, whatever. Mom. It feels like an observation and futility. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, but we're doing good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Now you're you're not an LA native, right? You're you're from San Jose. Uh, yeah, well, I, I actually grew up in L.A. and then um, went to okay. San Jose partly like uh, for high school and junior high. So okay. I feel like most of my life has been here in L.A. So I call myself you... kind of a native, but the sure. formative years were high school in San Jose in, the, in nah. Silicon Valley. We claim yeah. you back. We claim you back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, you know, it's kind of silly for me to ask, you know, what inspired you? Because being in L.A. and and being around such filming and what have you would inspire you. But, you know, coming from L.A., going to San Jose, was there was there a spark that caught your interest that because you've done more acting and you have done stunt work? Is is there something that, you know, 
caught your eye that made you want to be an actress? Is there something that, that really pushed you in that direction? Well, it, it, it's strange. Well, I was I was born here, but I went back to Taiwan to live for a little bit when I was like okay. one or two. So um, when I came back, I was very young, and Chinese was my first language. So when I went to kindergarten, Mandarin um, or Cantonese? I I didn't Mandarin <laughs> in Taiwan. Oh, great! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and and so I came back, and I was this whole culture shift of Americans versus Chinese, and I was like, what are these people saying? Like, I don't even know what they're saying. And so then I became super shy, super introverted, and I had, I think I had an issue, like a clinical issue. But at the time, it was, you know, (laughs) Chinese parents, they're like, whatever, you're just weird, you know. Right. And I remember being super shy. I would break out into a hot flash when people talked to me, and and be like, I would literally hide. And my mom was like, something yes something is wrong with you I don't know what to do but we live in LA and and she's like I don't know I'll put you in acting classes (laughs) so I was in acting classes when I was super young to to get me out of my shell and it actually it didn't work right then and there like the next day but throughout my years of growing up I was like oh look at these people that just are so open and free and they and it's all about truth and you know this and you know, it was kind of introduced to me very young, and so that really actually planted the seed. And it and it helped me get out of my shell. And, you know, being right. an introvert is a real, real problem. <laughs> really well, Ang Lee's from Taiwan as well. He's, she's Chinese, born, in Ta- you know, from Taiwan as well. You know, uh, how was it, how was it, like, were your parents born there as well, or, or are, they, are they from America's? Yeah. No, they're, they're immigrants. They're, they're born um, in China. And then went okay. to Taiwan, grew up in Taiwan, so their culture is kind so you're, of more so you're first generation. Then, yeah, right. And then they yeah. came here when they were in their 20s. So they did wow. college here. They've been here for a long time. But, wow. um, but I'm the first, I guess, the first generation born yeah, here. You're, they're, like my, they're like my parents. My father is Sicilian and my mother's Japanese. So it was... Oh, cool. Was, yeah, and they came here in their 20s as well and, and grew up here in, in Los Angeles and, and, you know, it made me who I am today. So I, I understand partially where you're, where you're coming from. So you went back to oh, Taiwan. Awesome. Were, they, were they born here? No, they were, they were, were born they born in Sicily. Back? Yeah, they were born in their small little areas. Yeah, and my mom was born in Fukushima uh, where, where, the, where wow. the big tsunami hit. And my father was born yeah. in Valadormo, which is below, below Palermo. Little, little area, little tiny areas, but they had yeah. gigantic dreams and they came out to America and they did everything they could. It were, uh, I think slightly different generations, but they did everything they could to like be, poor. you know, my father loved movies. He loved movie stars. He loved the opera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I've been watching, I've been watching like, you know, I don't know about you, but first generation children often watch movies that they shouldn't be watching. Because their parents don't oh, yeah, know any sure. better. Oh, they're like, what's a, they're, they're like, what's a rating? I was watching <laughs> The Exorcist and, and all kinds of like R-rated movies when I was <laughs> when I was little. Yeah, so did I. On my 10th birthday, my mother rented uh, Ramble First Blood and The Secret of Nim. <laughs> I think I remember watching Rambo, too. Yeah, it's like... Loved that... Rambo. Yeah, so did my dad. My dad loved Rambo and Rocky, and it's like it, it yeah. was everything except for sex. Everything except for sex. I couldn't yeah. watch sex. Anything sexual? There, no way, no way, Jose. 
But but if, if, but if, if but there was violence, yeah. Hey, this is just phony. This is that. Eh, this is this isn't yeah. real. Like, I neither was a Terminator going. Oh my god. Me too. I watched Alien and gave me nightmares for like months. <laughs> yeah, you said you, you said you watched I know you said you watched The Exorcist. I mean that movie is genuinely frightening. Genuinely oh. frightening. Tell me about it. Yeah, I had the, there's I had no business watching it. I I remember to this day how horrified I was. <laughs> I was so scared. Oh my god! And those those special effects in the 80s, man. Oh man, they're yeah. gnarly. <laughs> they are gnarly, and they're they they feel real. I mean, way more real than what we're watching right now because they feel Indeed. visceral. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. they feel visceral because it like, was. It yeah was. It wasn't yeah. us that it physically was there. It wasn't, yeah. The blood was actually corn syrup coming out. <laughs> I know. I went I went to go see like a, a remastered version of The Exorcist when I was in my, my 20s, my, I think my older 20s. And I genuinely felt a sense of anxiety as I was watching. Oh, it. Like I'm a grown oh, ass I, man. I know. You know? I, saw it, you know? I saw it when I was grown again too. Still chills. Yeah. Chills. <laughs> That was frightening. So, so was was there a spark? Absolutely. Like I said, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, this is all like your. What I want to talk about is your life, where you came from, who are you, and and how did you become to be? I mean, that's what's important about my show to me. So these oh, all cool. these things are very important to me. So you know, these are all really important questions. So w- when I ask you yeah. the question of like what inspired you to go into right. film, this, this actually well, makes a lot of sense to me. But but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, ma- mainly it was that I, I um, it was what got me out of my shell, right? Like right. It was something I, I could really creatively go into. You, you, and you then, know what? I have a question. Your, your mother got yeah. you into acting. Like, what the heck is that all mm-hmm. about? Like, I've never oh. known a first generation, uh, you know, a, a yeah. zero generation oh. mother to ever do that. Let me tell you, she regrets it to this day. <laughs> She's like, I should have never ever put you in that thing I couldn't I, and she would talk to my dad like I wasn't there constantly right. you know how they, how they do that they're like oh yeah no, I should have it was all my fault I never ever should have put her in that acting class now look at her now look at her now look at her like like, like there's something yeah. wrong and they and they blame themselves for everything Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I was struggling, it was like, now look at her. And now, you know, when I tell her, I'm like, mom, look how much I made this year. I did my taxes. You know, she'd be like, unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Great daughter. You're amazing. She'd be like, unbelievable. They pay you like that. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I can't believe it. Father, can you believe how much they're paying for these things? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just in shock. <laughs> so your mother got you involved in, in, in acting, and, and you started blossoming from there. So what happened from from that point? Well, from that point, I had always loved movies and you know film, and yeah. and, and of course, growing up in LA, it's just all around me, right? So I, I never thought right. it was weird necessarily or magical. I just thought it was, you know, a part of life. You know what I mean? So it it. I feel like a lot of people that come to LA, they think like there's this magical element to it. But for me, it was just like, oh, when I was like four or five, I took acting classes. <laughs> and then I had headshots when I was five. <laughs> and 
And then, right. you know, all of my friends around me um, did commercials um, and did like Disney Channel stuff and whatever. Um, and that's just what we did, you know. Um, yeah. But I still loved it. It's not that the magic was out of it. It's just it just wasn't, you know, um, weird. It just was a part of life. And then, right. you know, of course, my immigrant parents were like, no, 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 you can't do this. We just got we just did that to get you out of your shell. Now, now we're done with it. So from that point, after after they gave me the seed, they were like, no, you can't do any more of it. Right. So I just, I didn't really touch on it until I was more, I was grown and I kind of, you know, um, had my own voice to do so. And, you know, but since then growing up, since I spoke, I speak Chinese and I understand Chinese, I watched a lot of right. Chinese movies too, like Chow and Fat movies or uh, oh, yeah. Chow movies. Mm-hmm. Or Jackie Chan movies, or you know, of course, the, the classic movies. ones too, as well. Before they've oh. been edited for America, so they, they it was the great yeah. versions in Chinese. So yes, you know, wow, you're so like, blessed, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then I'd read the the English translation. I'd be like, what the what the what the hell? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dang it! It's just it's like gibberish. Like I feel sorry I for know. people who are reading this. It's like I freaking know. gibberish what they're writing in Chinese, in English, but in right. Chinese it's great. It's it's you get it. I get all the jokes and you know Asian Asian humor from Asia is its own thing. You know what I mean? I feel like Americans, if they were to watch a Chinese movie now, I mean it's more so incorporated. But back then, I feel like it's right the jokes don't really translate, you know, unless you right. know the phrasing and the, you know the the history behind all of the um, um, suggestions and all that stuff. But, yeah, that's what I grew up watching, and, and you know, I, I loved um, I loved all those movie stars, especially the action-y what, ones. What, what did you do in <laughs> San Jose? Did you, did you ever, like, you know, take part in a play? Did you ever, like, want to be no, an actress nothing. in, like, in anything like that? Never, huh? No, not in San Jose. In San Jose, in the Silicon Valley, it was all tech. Like, everybody yeah. was, you know, it's like such a shift from L.A. where everyone right. was, like, an artist and right. cool and, like, whatever. And in San Jose, I mean, I lived next to Apple in Cupertino. Like, I lived in Cupertino. Oh, I, I know so, where you are. Yeah, I know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so it it, it was really um, tech was the thing, like, um, I grew up a lot of around a lot of Indians and Russians because those are all the programmers and the kids, <laughs> the programmers went to my school. So yeah. it was like majority, um, majority uh, immigrant kids, you know. Right. Um, and, and that was my high school and it was all about tech stuff. So um, but, you know, I <clears throat> I at, the, at that time I had developed my love for martial arts. Really? In San Jose, yeah, we we would go to in San Francisco. We would celebrate Chinese New Year in San Francisco. Sure. And then I remembered watching a wushu demonstration. And wushu, um, if people don't know, is is a form of martial arts, a Chinese style of martial arts that's similar to that's kung right. fu. And it's that kind came of like um, the, that came after the Cultural Revolution. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And it was more of a a point system, um, kind of like gymnastics, where it's graded. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a traditional style of Shaolin yeah. or, or you know, um, we're talking about anything like that. So, like that. yeah. Mhm. Um. So, I saw it and I was like, 
oh, my God, what is this? My mind was blown. I'm like, this is like the movies. But what happened right. is I saw a live performance of it, you know, in, huh. in San Francisco. And I had only seen it in movies, like with Jet Li or, you know, um, right. or like Chinese, or um, Stephen Chow. And so right. I was like, oh, this is totally – I saw it in real life, and that was my – my love, that's where it sparked my love for martial arts. So at that time in around high school, I was like super into martial arts. And nice. and a lot of, like San Jose has a lot of martial arts schools and, and a, a lot, lot of, of MMA um, fighters. Yeah. yeah, a lot of MMA fighters come out of San Jose. Um, yeah. So, you know, at that time, that, that, was my, that was my thing. And then when I moved to L.A., for college, well, for let's, not skip, let's, let's not skip over that. Let's, let's, let's stay there for a <laughs> okay. second. So, so, so did you join a martial arts school? Yeah. Yeah, I joined a, a school, um, Ming's. God, what was the name? Ming's Kung Fu. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. I can't yeah. remember now. God, it's been so long. It's okay. But, um, yeah, Ming's Kung Fu. Yeah. And I did Kung Fu there. Mm-hmm. And how was it? It was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then there was a Tai Chi place that I went to. Oh my God, I, I can't remember. I can't remember these names anymore. Um, but there was a, a Tai Chi place that I went to that where I uh, learned Tai Chi and Wushu, and then a Kung Fu place where it was more of like a Kung Fu Shaolin. Uh, Shaolin style you train? Were you trained, were you trained by natural Chinese or by Guaylo? <laughs> Actual Chinese. There's tons of Chinese people in San Jose. There like, are a lot. Like yeah. I mean, it's like flooded. It's every engineer there that works for Apple. You know, right. Is there. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a little little San Gabriel. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. So where'd you go from there? Yeah. So that's that's where I started. Um, and then I, I when I moved to LA for UCLA, um, I that. I feel like that's world where my two worlds met. Where is go UCLA? Um, the actor. That, that's yeah. my alma mater. Yeah, I love UCLA. No way. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's my alma mater. Yeah, what I did, love UCLA. Did you study? I studied uh, uh, English literature and film. Oh, so cool! You got to study yeah. film. Awesome. Oh, it was so difficult. It, it was like. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Dude, I, I looked into it at the time when I was at UCLA. I studied economic specialized in computing, but yes. um, I wanted to do film, but they were like, oh, we get thousands of applicants and we accept right. 60. And I was like, okay, it, thanks. No, thanks. Baloney, <laughs> they accepted 18 when I was there. Oh 18. I'm like, are you joking? Oh, like, I'm never going to get in here. So I had to go in You're as a second. So yeah, I had to go in as, a, as, a, as something else first and then transfer into that class. Yeah. But I tried. So I did cool. everything I could to get into that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, that's a respect. I, I wish I had done that. I wish I did film. But, you know, I did whatever I no, could to no, just graduate. You have, you have gigantic successes. I don't, I don't think anybody's screaming at you right now. So, so your, time <laughs> at UCLA, your time at UCLA must have been great because UCLA and, and Westwood is, is such a beautiful area right there. Such a great way to mm-hmm. like grow as a young woman. Yeah. How was your experience? Yeah. Um, it it's just it was so gorgeous there, like you said. Um, Westwood is a beautiful college town. It's you know, you, you see you see a lot of LA and it's great to yeah. have the 
people mixed in um, that come from outside of California and in the school. And, 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 you know, UCLA Bruins are just such high spirited kids. They're smart and they like to have fun. And it's just such a great area. I wish I took advantage of it more. Um, But, you know, I did, um, I did some plays and um, I think I was part of East West players, which is kind of an Asian um, uh, group, a theater group back then. Yeah. I know them. Yeah, and um, and then uh, and then I just I studied economics, which I'm not a super huge economics. fan of major. I, mean, I can't believe I know. you took economics. You know I, I mean, you you must have a gigantic brain. No, <laughs> no, you know what it is is um, I fell in love with coding when I was in San Jose and the Bay Area, and so I wanted to do coding um, when I went to UCLA, but it was it was too hard to get into the school of math. You needed to have a super high GPA and, you know, and the the mathematics um, um, degree was just super hard for me to get into. So I did what you said. I had to get an economics like first major and then specialize in coding. Um, So that's what I did. I loved all my coding classes. They were hard, but I loved them. But the economics I just did because, that was the only way I could take coding classes without being a math major. You know wow. what I mean? We got to do what we got to do. <laughs> yeah, you have to do what you got to do. <laughs> you gotta, it's, it's like the entertainment industry. If you can't get in this way, you just find your way in somewhere else. You just got <laughs> to. If you want it bad correct. enough, you'll, yeah. find, you'll, you'll find your way in. Get, get somebody, my, win, get, my way. Yeah, get somebody coffee for three months and, and find your way yeah. into lighting and find your way into this. <laughs> Trust me, I understand what you're saying. My, my first job in, in the movie industry was locations. And I, I, oh, there was no, cool. yeah, there was no YouTube at the time. Uh, when I asked them what my job was, nobody can explain to me what my job was. I had to figure it out <laughs> on my own. And I can see yeah. the look on people's faces because they respected me so much when I first came on set. And when they realized I yeah. didn't know what my job was, yeah. I can see that I can see it fade away in their face. I can see that respect fade away. And I'm like, oh my God, I better figure out what my job is really fast, man. But uh, I, I understand you know, exactly. I did locations a little bit. I oh, did you? worked at my martial arts. Yeah, I worked in LA. I worked at my martial arts school and we would rent out our, um, our martial arts Your school. Your dojo, yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah, our dojo. It was really decorated gorgeously. And, um, and then I just was working there at the front desk and they're like, Hey, you want to be do locations? And, you know, so I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> and I kind of was the same. I was like, I guess I draw up some sort of contract and then you right. sign it. And then on the day I show up and make sure you don't break stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. It's like, it's like, a, hey, it's... Can we use this area and this, this and that? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like literally a hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars a day. I mean, just for sitting there for like fourteen hours. I mean, it's a lot of money. Uh, did yeah. you have any? Do you have any like location? Because I want to share with you one of my horror stories. Do you have any location okay. horror stories? Um, not horror stories per se, but actually, a like a really like sweet story. I, really quick. Um. There was, I guess, a, a TV show that, that shot there. And I, it, because it was a dojo, it was a very Asian scene. Right. 
And when they were done, they kind of were like, okay, so we're, we kind of bought all this stuff and we can't return some of it and the cost of returning this, whatever, whatever. They're like, do you want this? And not me, but like <laughs> our school, we were like, right. oh my God, they just gave us the most beautiful set decorations, wow. you know, that we'd ever seen. And it really, because they like, can't use it. I mean, they can't reuse it. And I, yeah. I don't know if it was a low low budget where they're like, they, they rent it or I don't know. They just bought it for some reason for super cheap or someone donated it or something. And then they, at the end of the day, they were like, do you guys want this stuff? And we were like, Oh my God. Yeah. Gorgeous. So we totally <laughs> scored on this gorgeous furniture, but I mean, That's tell awesome. me a horror story. Cause I'm sure there's tons of it. Oh yeah. I, I've got a, I've got a, a about a hundred horror stories, but I'm going to share with you just one. Uh, I, I was working with Paul Verhoeven for Showgirls, and oh, everybody, cool. yeah. And by this time, Verhoeven. I, oh my I, god, yeah. Oh, 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 this guy, he made RoboCop. <laughs> you know, he, he did so much stuff. But um, I was warned beforehand that his first AD and and his little pack were troublemakers. Now, when they came up to me, they looked like nineteen. <laughs> they they look like nineteen eighties rapists. Like, I swear to God, it was like with their collars off from their polo shirts and they were from Europe. And uh, the guy sort of just, hello? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I lost you for a second. And the guy just started yelling at me and cussing. And I don't like when people curse at me. So he starts cursing at me and I look at him and I go, are you finished? He goes, yeah, I'm finished. I go, okay, shut everything down. This is a closed set. We're done. Our day's done. Forget about it. He goes, excuse me. He goes, I'm going to go back there and get you fired. I go, go back there and get me fired. Look at the contract. If I say that this is an unsafe shoot, the whole thing needs to be shut down. So go back there and go ahead and do it. The next thing I know, 15 minutes later, Paul Verhoeven is coming from the back to the front saying, hey, I heard you went to UCLA for film. Come over here. Do you want to sit in the seat? Look at look at what we're filming oh my here. God. I know he just showed me everything, sort of giving me details about filming. There was like lobster and shrimp all around. Do you want something to eat? <laughs> it was it was so sweet, and I yeah. thought to myself, I'm like, this is awesome. This is the best <laughs> time of my life. <laughs> and I, I, I literally had like three more jobs and locations before I just committed myself to teaching kung fu and, and into into college. I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, like I want to do something else in my life. But, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that was one of, Amazing. one of my horror stories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're sharing our like, stories about locations. Like, wait a minute. I wait have power. I just, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we do have power. Where yeah. People just have power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's it, interesting it, is. If they it, say so, it's kind of shut down. Well, absolutely. Well, what's interesting about these people, you know, and I've noticed this through filmmaking now, because I was a young boy then, but I've noticed this through filming now. When you see people act that way, you know they're never going to work in Hollywood again. Because people yeah. like that, they, they don't work in Hollywood. I mean, I've, I've, I've met the nicest human beings in my adult totally. life in, in the film industry. And they're very absolutely. professional. They're very good at what they do. Um they yeah. know their craft and, and they're kind. And what well, I realized absolutely. then, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and a lot of people say, oh, my God, people in L.A. are so fake. 
They're so right. fake. And and right. and I meet a lot of great people that when I guess if you don't understand the industry, you they look fake. But I, but I think right. what it is is they've realized that that you have to work working on a film set. You're in close. You're like family members. You're with them 14 right. hours a day. I mean, right. day in, day out. You barely see your own family because you're working so damn much. Right. And the sets are grueling. You're, you're shooting in like below zero weather or you're shooting in 110 degree weather or you're right. shooting in inside a soundstage indoors for 16 hours. And then they're like, you know what, let's push it to 20 and we'll pay everyone overtime. Right. I mean, like these are some, you go through stuff together. Right. You know what I mean? You do. And, yeah, absolutely. You really do. And I feel like it's like a family. So if you're not nice to your family, then it life is effing hell. <laughs> right, it know? is. It's like it, it's like if you have that one guy with a bad attitude, it's like I can't come to this this effing right. guy. You know, can you <laughs> <swear on> you? <laughs> sorry. No, we can't swear. No, <laughs> we can't. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> um, but but like it's like it's like hell if you're if you're working with someone that's just a, a tyrant every day right. and and right. comes in with a poor attitude. You really have to put on your 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 best behavior, but not in an inauthentic way. In a way where you're truly like, "Hey, I like what you're doing, and and right. I respect you." And if you don't like something, of course people speak up. Oh, right. they speak up all the time on set. Like, um, excuse me, we're not putting that wardrobe on because this is this. Like makeup, right. hair, you know, the the um, the grip, or you know, the camera guy's like, no, 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 this lighting's wrong. We need to relight. We need to relight. We need to take fifteen right. minutes and relight. I mean, people <laughs> will say what they need to say. Right. But it, in, but 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 the fa- I don't think that there's a fakeness unless unless like no. you, you know if you come from like wherever and you come to LA thinking that you're going to be a movie star. That's exactly you know. what I was going to say, Michelle. Thank you for saying yeah. that. Because what I've totally. noticed throughout my career is that the, whenever there's somebody with a bad attitude, they came from like Michigan, Nebraska, totally. they, you know, they, North, they can come North Dakota. Like a diva. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, it's like, why are you like a diva and think that well, this is, this is the way to do it. Right. <laughs> It's like no, 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 yep. no. We're we're spending eighteen hours a day with each other. You can't act this way, bro. Oh, yeah. You cannot act that. Yeah, people will not want to work with you. They will talk s h i t. Right. And, and yeah, they'll just come right after you. Now, now, one of the first movies you worked on. Now, you you trained martial arts for for quite a long time. Are you still Are you still training today? Uh, obviously, you are. Well, I, it's more of like a home training, to be honest. You yeah. Know? Well, you have um, to I've now. So yeah. Many, yeah. Well, yeah, I have to now. But like, I, I've taken so many classes, and I worked at a, a martial arts studio, and then I started working, which prevented me from taking classes. Um, but you know, after I started working a lot, I definitely explored different types of martial arts, um, right. jujitsu and, and krav maga, and other other types of things. So I definitely take classes in those things, but. Um, you know, lately, just because of work and whatever, now I have a, a four-year-old um, by myself. I'm a single mom. Right. Um, right. There's no time for me to be like, hey, I'm just going to 7 p.m. take a class. I would love to, trust <laughs> me. It would be it would be my dream to be like, you know what, I'm just going to eat some dinner, take my martial arts class, stretch afterwards, right. hang out with my buddies afterwards, 
get some right. boba. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Know, be, you can't that do that. Be, that. That was my no, no, no. I would love to. That was my routine when I was, you know, freaking twenty. But <laughs> was was was, was her was her father an actor as well? Uh, no, no. He he he's definitely not in the industry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what? what <laughs> so he doesn't understand. Yeah, obviously. I know. Did, did you like how I did that? <laughs> yeah. That? that just that just died. Uh, that, yeah. that just died right there. <laughs> it, it totally did. Right. I hope no one else heard that. <laughs> that there was just yeah, empty yeah. space right there after that conversation. You know, but right. he's not a part of her life, and he doesn't give any kind of support or whatever. I do, I do this shit, I, I do this stuff all on my own. So, well, you can say all the natural words. Itself. You can say shit and ass and and the natural words. Don't you can say, say that shit stuff. Ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are natural words like Better dick and stuff like that. We, we, I mean, I think we, I think we've been waiting. Uh, yeah, we've been waiting like sixty <laughs> years in, in programming to be able to say those kinds of words. <laughs> in, awesome. in audio, <laughs> but but uh, so so th- this guy is is not helping you out in your life right now. He's he's not he's not part of your the perspective of your existence. Um no, but that's I mean that's okay in, in terms yeah. of like you know it it's it's all for the best. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like if well, you're it was, happier, it, it would be worse. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and in yeah. some situations, if you've got a really awesome relationship with a co-parent then that's freaking awesome you know and and that's right. the way to do it but if if it's not then then what's but be- i think what's best for the child is is a non-toxic Absolutely. environment which which i think is is better in the long run so well the question yeah. i would ask you is are you happy yeah yeah exactly I was, that's exactly what i was going to say and i'm totally happy you know what right. i mean and people are like oh i'm so sorry and and for me, whenever they say that, I'm like, it's really don't be sorry for me <laughs> because I'm really much happier. You know what I mean? Yes, like I, I know exactly what I'm you mean. Really actually, much happier. So yeah, but I mean, you, you should be sorry for me if I was in the other situation. Then you exactly. should feel sorry. Then you should feel sorry exactly. for me. Right. Then I would then feel you, sorry for me. But I know. Then you'd hear yeah, yelling and all this other crap. Right. Right. <laughs> And yeah, and we, me and my daughter have a great, great time. You know, it's two of us, my little mini me. I can't wait to teach her martial arts when she can pay attention for more than two minutes. Um, and keep that mask so. on. Yeah, right. <laughs> so right. tell me, tell me about the first movie experience that you had here, because so, so far the way it's claimed in your resume was 51st Dates. Was it 51st Dates? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. That's a great movie, by the way. That's a great Isn't movie. Isn't it so good? And I get it, it makes me tear up day. every time. Oh, really? Okay, li- this is a funny story. Um, okay. I okay, Fifty First Dates. Oh my God, it's so long ago. They called me and they were like, um, "Would you like to do?" Uh, oh, they said go in for this audition. I went for the audition didn't hear anything back, whatever. It's just like any other audition. And then they called me and they said, oh, you, do you want to do a table read with them? And I was like, did I book it? And they're like, no, no, just a table read. You'll do the table read. You'll read this character. Um, and you get paid for the day, but, you know, you just read with all the 
characters. And I was like, uh, okay. I had no idea what a table read was, right? I was so green. Um, and then I go in, and I was floored. Drew Barrymore was <laughs> I was like, wow. oh, my God. With the actual celebrities, I thought for some reason that it was going to be a bunch of, I don't know, people like Nobody's. me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, the leads of the movie are here reading the tape. And then so I had like one little line, you know, two little lines, um, and it was a funny bit, and my line was in Chinese. Um, hmm. And it came to my part, and I was like sweaty palms. And I read my line, and everyone <laughs> laughed because, you know, the bit, the bit was just, you know, supposed to be in Chinese. And then um, I was like, oh, my God, they laughed at me. I'm going to die now. And then I sat through the entire rest of the table read, like, sweating. Because I was like, wow. I'm in this room. <laughs> I just had my one line to read. And I'm, like, dying inside. Look at all these people. And I, see, and I saw the whole movie read out by the, by the actors. Right. And then when, um, when we left, Drew Barrymore shook my hand. And she was so sweet. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's so cute. And she's so yeah. tiny. And, she's adorable. You know she's adorable and whatever. And, and then, so I left and I was like, what in the hell was that experience? <laughs> like that was nuts. <laughs> and I called my agent. I was like, did I book anything? What's happening? She's like, I don't know. Well, here they call me and they're like, okay, um, you're on hold, which I, in, in the industry, it means we don't necessarily book you, but right. we like you so that, so keep right. the days on hold open, open yeah. for us. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I kind of was like, okay, I've never been on hold before. So I was like, I'm on hold, like on standby. Okay, I don't know. I'm just going to go to my, do my day as normal, right? And so right. I do my day. I'm going to an audition. They're like, okay, come into the studio now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. And I rush into the studio. I, I can't remember. I think it was War. I think it was Warner Brothers, or so, or Sony maybe. Um, I rush in, and of course, it's like 3 p.m. in the dead of L.A. traffic. It takes me right. hours to get there. And, and I was at an audition, like, so I was, you know, wherever. And I go in, and they're like, oh, you missed your window. You couldn't get here any sooner? And I was like, no. Get out of here. Wow. And, yeah, and then they were like, okay, well, we'll see if we can squeeze you in. But the window has passed, and, you know, I thought, you know, we, we, you're supposed to be on hold. And I'm like, I, I what I didn't like was I supposed to be on hold nearby the studio like right, <laughs> right. Hours to get there. should and I have taken a helicopter <laughs> yeah yeah and then um they're like it's okay we can squeeze you in another time later today just wait and so I think I waited all day my time didn't come up I missed my scene or whatever the little bit and then um and then I was never shot and so I'm not actually in the movie, right? But, but, um, but of course, since they paid me for the day because I came in and whatever, I right. get residuals for it. So wow, it, it, it's I know, isn't that crazy? And I got a That's credit, insane. and so uh, I'm sorry that it's not actually a better story that I was in the movie. But no, that's a great story. Know. You know, it it, it it actually makes a lot of sense because you actually didn't know what was, was going like, on. I had no idea. I was so freaking green and I, the table read was like blew my mind and the audition blew my mind and the, the whole thing. And then being there on set blew my mind. I think it was the biggest set I'd been to that right. at that 
to that date, you know, um, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm on the Sony lot. I'm going to die. <laughs> um, and they gave me access to park here. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and then, like, yeah, and getting to see the director work. And, you know, I just got to see them do their thing that day. And it was it was amazing. Right. But um, didn't actually make any movie. <laughs> but if you're paid for that day, um, then you get residuals. So to this day, I get residuals. It's so nuts. And I'm always like, <laughs> and, oh, and it's you. And it's claimed on your IMDb, which is a, good, a great credit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you, you you did a you did a lot of shorts along the way uh, before you before you started doing pirates. So what were those mm-hmm. shorts about? How did you feel about those shorts? And, and was there anyone that sticks out to you? Um, well, all of them were great experiences. Um, I think it was a lot because I went to UCLA, um, <clears throat> and yeah. at the time, just people knowing each other or people needing each other or talking just through that, I think a lot of, um, shorts came up and I was like, yeah, college shorts, why not? You know? And it was, it was a good learning experience to move on a budget because, um, it's such a difference, uh, from, you know, big budget stuff. And it, it really, it really gets you into the groove of being a team player. And I think that's, what's key in this industry is being a team player. Like it, you know, like if you're, if you're an actress, and you need to help with something, uh, pulling some lights or angling, or <clears throat> instead of making the grip guy move the lights, you can suggest, hey, how about if I step over here two inches? Does that make the lighting better? <laughs> you know? Right. Just, just being a team player and understanding other areas in within the industry, um, I think will really help out. It made me laugh so, to see that you're in you 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 me and Mr. Dupree, because <laughs> mm-hmm. that film was such a such a nebulous film. I think it's been like <laughs> disappeared in the lexicon of filmmaking and what have you. <laughs> so true, so do, true. Do you, but do you remember Owen being Wilson on that set? So awesome. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, this is yeah. before he started having his problems, but he, he's an incredible, yeah. incredible actor. He is. He was so great to work with. I actually did a scene with him. It was me and him. Um, and wow. it got edited out. It got edited out, but it was reshoots, got edited out, but made it yeah. to the DVD extras back when nice. they had DVDs. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't know if they do DVD extras or like streaming. You know, that's, my number, anymore, that's but... my number one problem with like Netflix is that, you know, you, you pay know. this big price for it, but they don't show you any extras. They don't have any no. like bloopers, you know what I mean? It's like, we're I really, know, what are the you? Best, wasn't it? They were yeah, fantastic. Why are you even here? <laughs> hey, why are you even like, here? Like, what are you doing? Why are you even here? What are you even doing in life? Like, yeah, no, I know. Like, it, it really got to, you really got to see the behind the scenes. And that was so awesome about the DVD extras. Like, you get to see, yeah. the, like you said, the bloopers were, oh, I forgot about the bloopers. They were great. That was the best. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a scene um, in an airport and we rented out a section of an airport. I think it was Ontario airport that I think they used for filming. And it was, um, we just rented out this whole airport and filled it with like hundreds of extras. And I was a Hawaiian airline stewardess and he was trying to buy a ticket to go to Hawaii. And, um, 
you know, we did improv and that's what the scene, the, that's what the, my audition was just kind of improving comedy and stuff and just riffing. And, uh, I was like, Oh my God, I booked it. It was really, I was really happy right. because it was just, you know, a, an, an aspect of my acting. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, we had scripted lines, but you know, Owen just goes off. <laughs> yeah. He, I, I don't think he knew a line if you ever saw one. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He was fantastic. Yeah. So how? Was so it, it was a it was a great scene to be in, huh? Mm-hmm. It yeah. seems like 2006 was a really great year for you. Uh, you worked on from from that point on. You went to Numbers, which I I thought was a really great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Numbers. Yeah. Um, numbers was fun. Um, God, I can't remember too much from my experience. I, the numbers and the CSIs all get meddled together. Do they really? I, I, I think so. Actor, and you worked in the 2000s, like you were in a, an episode of CSI or numbers yeah. or, yeah. or some mixture of those. Cause those shows I, I don't, just had so many seasons. So yeah. Many I don't, I don't think you're the first person who's ever told me this, by the way, you know, a <laughs> lot of people, whenever I ask people about like CSIs and they're, this and that they always go like you know i i don't really remember what happened but i think i play- <laughs> i think i played this character and i yeah. did this <laughs> oh my god first of all my memory is is gone so oh my god they all they all meld together like, you get a four-year-old I, child i think i think people can give you a yeah break. i know <laughs> you literally lose half your brain when you're pregnant and then you become a mom like literally yeah you, yeah. you just, it's just gone. You're like, who am I? What was my, what was my phone number again? What's my address? <laughs> I, uh, I hundred percent understand where you're coming from. You, you I, I love watching, <laughs> listening to Kristen Bell, you know, Kristen Bell does this great skit for, for Ellen on like moms in the modern, <clears throat> modern industry. I don't know if you've ever seen them before, but she explains like mm-hmm. what moms go through with like, like a lot, like Maya Rudolph and a lot of great stars. And what's oh, great about that, that is yeah. that, yeah, she she talks. My Rudolph's amazing, but she, they yeah, talk. They, yeah, they talk about like being a mother and what it's like to be like give birth and what have you, and what your brain's like and what your body's like afterwards. And, and you, what's really nice about that is it gives a great understanding to everybody else to what what they either expect or uh, how to better understand um, mm-hmm. what people are going through. Because I, I don't think a lot of people yeah. gave a damn like what Mother's Game <laughs> went through like about twenty years ago. Yeah, that's true, and they didn't did, they didn't understand. And nowadays, I love Bad Moms, by the way, the movie. Oh, Bad through. Moms! <laughs> no, no, my Rudolph isn't in it, but Kristen Bell oh. is, right? Yep. Yeah, it's so good. I, um, but yeah, it's 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 totally relatable. It's like moms go through a whole it's life change. You're literally a different person when your body yeah. goes through that. And then you have yeah. a child and, you know, I, I was on set. Um, this might be TMI, but I was on set breast yeah. Uh, pumping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, pumping milk. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, time to pump milk. <laughs> Gotta do right. it. Cause you know, right. and there are times where, because I'm a single mom, there are times where I had to bring my kid on set, my baby. And I was like, um, right. yeah, well the babysitter isn't off for two or three hours. So she's going to be here for, two hours is that okay <laughs> you wow. know like and you know like and the wardrobe and the makeup ladies are always like oh my god have her stay with us we're so 
good with her. She's so cute. I mean, it's just like other women supporting women in that right. aspect. And I think that's great. That's, that's really great in that, um, you know, I'm able to have that in this time and time in this era. Well, I was just going <clears> to <throat> ask you that, like, how does your life change? in this industry once you have a child because I don't, I don't, I've never, I really don't have many opportunities to ask a woman this, this question uh, because a lot oh, of the women sure, I yeah. talk to are, are, are incredibly single and incredibly not having ch- children. So, <laughs> you know, it's great. It's great to have you as a guest because I can ask you like questions that really are brand new. And uh, what, is yeah. it, what is it, what is it like to, to have a child in this industry at this time in your life? Well, I mean, it's different. Your whole body changes. I mean, you take time off, of course, and then you're like, okay, well, let me just do um, pregnancy modeling. (laughs) That's the first (laughs) thing that everyone thinks of. Right. Like, let me see if I can keep working because I got this big old belly. Right. uh, You know, Um, but, I mean, your body morphs into this ginormous whale thing, and you waddle around for nine months, and and then you have a baby, and it's like you got hit by a bus. Right. You're like, oh my God, I've just wrecked. And then this thing is trying to latch onto you and like drink milk from your body. And your body's like, oh, let me produce milk. I mean, it's just, it's, it's life changing. Um, right. But I mean, I, I respect people that don't want to do it. And, and, you know, for me, sure. I really wanted to be a mother. Um, it was something that I for sure wanted in my life, <clears throat> whether I was going right. to adopt or have um, my own child. Um, so um, I was I was all in for it. I was down for it, but it was definitely a challenge. You don't work for months. Um, I mean, the government I think gives you a um, a little bit of a maternity payment, but right. I mean, it, it it's you change as a person for sure. You know what I mean? And right. and then also um, your body. You know, some people have a, a huge struggle getting back into shape. You know, because of whatever body. Was that a problem for you? For me, I didn't, <clears throat> and I didn't know how, if I was or not, um, but I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was because I was uh, fit beforehand and I trained right. a lot beforehand. That my you're body, not tiny. My muscles, I mean, you're five, you're five foot seven, so you're not tiny. Yeah, I'm five foot. No, no, I'm, I'm a strong, <laughs> strong guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not skinny too. Like I'm not like my numbers are not low on the scale. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a sturdy woman. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to say. Um, so, <laughs> so, I, but I, I think because of that, um, because of the strength that I, that I built doing martial arts beforehand, my body had the baby with no problem. Um, I right. heard a lot of people pushed for, push for a long time. I didn't push for right. very, I think I pushed for 15 minutes. I had a long labor. Get I labored for three here. days, but yeah. oh, you labored for three days. For that makes sense. I labored that for three sense. days, which is different yeah. than pushing. Um, yeah, it's you know the contractions on all that stuff, but right. the actual pushing, they were like push. They told me once push, and I would push, and they were like, oh my god, uh, okay, right. okay, we'll do that again. <laughs> and then I right. think in like five pushes, I had her out, and they were like, whoa, okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is crazy because i labored for three freaking days it was like right that was the worst pain of my life um, right but you know i mean it, it changes you as a person going through that pain going through you know motherhood um kind of alone because i did it alone you know it's it's oh so it's he was a, gone before you had the child yeah 
Yeah. He uh, was. Is he, is he bro- quite low? broke up. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. It's making a lot yeah, of sense now. Up. Right. Yeah. I mean, we were yeah. engaged, um, but, you know, it just didn't work out before the pregnancy. Did, I mean, did he, uh, did he, dur- did he want, did he want to be there during the childbirth? Yes. He wanted to be there. Um, and, you know, I let him be there, which I think personally mm-hmm. was a mistake and which, which yeah. is why I labored for three days. You know, um, oh, a wow. lot of people say, you know, when, when, um, when an animal is cornered you're and they feel threatened, yeah. you're yeah. stressed out. They, yeah. they just, you know, like when an animal is dying or something, they crawl in the corner and they just want to hide. Yeah. And if, right. if you're around them, they get really, it's high stress. And I, I think I had a lot of stress, you know, um, right. with him around because it's just, you know, it, when the relationship isn't working and then you're, you're like bare bones with me having a child come out of you. Um, it's not the most um, right. comfortable area, you know, I'm so to, be, sorry. to be around. I'm so sorry you had to go through that experience. That sounds horrifying. Was, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I really, I really do appreciate it because it really was. Yeah. <laughs> was like, it sounds why, horrifying. Why am I here? Why, why is this happening? Yeah. Why are, why are you, what are you doing here? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, oh like, goodness. leave me alone. <laughs> you know, you're not going to be part of this whole thing. So just, just mathematically just you know go i mean see the baby after it's born that's fine or or before when i'm pregnant but like this whole process is very private you know what i mean like it's very like i didn't even want my to be honest i didn't even want my mom to be there because with immigrant parents we're not we're not we don't have that type of relationship we're like yeah i'm just come in and look at my the jack you know like yeah (laughs) look at my private parts let's make it let's make it happen Never, never. We, yeah. we didn't have that. She didn't even talk to me about sex. Like she, yes. I, she didn't even talk to me about. Oh, I don't. I don't think you're you the. I, mean? I don't think you're the only first generation American who's oh. who's had a parent who didn't talk to them about sex. By the way. They <laughs> <laughs> all know. It's like you don't talk about that stuff. Come on. No, not, of course you don't. Gross stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't have that type of relationship. I mean, I love her to death, but it's just not that type of relationship. So I, right. she wasn't even there. You know, right. and he was there, and it was like, oh my god, what oh, the hell is no going way, on? Dude. No yeah. way, Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a, a thing for I. I want to say to all women, like, when you're doing that, when you're birthing, like, have the people that you want around you that you feel comfortable with, other, and hope right. it'll be a lovely experience, you know. And right. and for the people that are there, be there for them, you know, like just be there, like nurture them, compliment them, make them feel secure and you know, and get them things that they need at that time because that's their moment where they're, like, the most, besides when you're dying, you know. It's like when you're giving birth and when you're dying, it's like those moments are so, ugh, ugh. I can't even explain it. I just need to make a noise where I, <laughs> <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, you know. that That's horrible. And, yeah. you know, I understand that having the quiet little husband, you know, but so he has nothing, he has nothing to do with his child anymore at all. No, no. I mean, I I I mean, as a, as a, as a man myself, I don't understand that. That mathematically does not make sense to me. Like it doesn't, it does not compute Roy Rogers. It does not compute. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, well, 
sucks. It sucks, and it's also wonderful. <laughs> yes. Well, let, let's. Yeah. You know, so. I, we. You know, this. This. This is the reason why I have the show is because I really wanted to talk about different things. I mean, we're, we're probably not going to get to a lot of your resume because of because of what <laughs> we're talking about. But you know, this is what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about your life, what you've gone through, and your experiences. And thank you so much for sharing such intimate oh, parts of your no, life. Thank because, you. You know, Absolutely. because it's, it's great to understand what a lot of actresses are going to go through or what they have gone through. At the very least, you and partially I understand what they're going through and, and they can see themselves in you, which is very, very important. Right. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I hope yeah. so. I hope, it, you know, it, it tells someone something about their life, you know, hopefully if they hear through someone else's experiences, you know, that are similar, like, you know, uh, as a minority in the industry too, that that's also, you know, um, a struggle because a lot of time, I mean, back then when I first started, like, can you, could I name one Asian actress that was on film and TV besides Lucy Liu, maybe, you know, at the right. time, like I couldn't even name one, you know what I mean? Right. Um, right. now there's more, um, right. you know, but still only a handful um, I mean, I, 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 I'm happy that African-Americans and Latinos and Latinas well, are really getting up a lot more. Um, yeah. They have their own shows, which I think is, oh, amazing, a blessing. But can you imagine, uh, I, like, an Asian show, I, which they're doing now. Yeah, I may get in trouble for saying, I may get in trouble for saying this, but, you know, being, being Asian myself, you know, I, I do think that Asian-Americans are still a group that people feel completely comfortable being racist against <laughs> you know what I mean right. you know what I mean you know yeah. people people say some pretty awful things in front of us and we're like oh yeah. my god dude like seriously man like you would never say this against somebody who was Jewish somebody who was black somebody who was Native American mm-hmm. if you said this to them they would punch you in the face like seriously yeah. like really yeah but it's, yeah, it's an interesting go ahead no, well, I was just going to say, I think maybe it's because Asians have such a, in our culture, we have such a right. demure, like a, a respectful nature that we would I've never, never, you know, like. I've never heard never. that before. I've never heard oh, that no? before. No, no, never. Oh, I, I've, I've never heard I, that we were demure. You, you no, know, this is the exact same thing. This is the exact same thing I repeat all the time. Oh, you're being. You're exactly. Yeah, I'm being facetious. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you yeah. really? I mean, facetious. No, no. This is the reason okay. why is because we are meant to be demure. The way we're trained is to be like behind the corner and like bring your brow down. I mean, put your head down. Totally. Like my, my dad was like, don't laugh too loud. You're laughing way too loud. And I was like, oh, right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you know, right. Like, I can't right. express my happy. It's, it's not even like that. I'm angry. I'm just expressing my happiness and like joy in life. And he's like, stop it. You're laughing. Too loud. <laughs> right. In no, sushi restaurants, you know, it's it's, it's 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 very impolite to be loud. You know, it's very oh, impolite yeah, yeah. to be yeah, you know what I mean? It, it's it's something that is part of our culture. Yeah, and I was even told not to laugh with my mouth wide open. He's like, Don't don't do that. You look terrible. <laughs> well, you're beautiful, you should laugh with your mouth out loud. Trust me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so should. let's go on to a, a couple films real fast. So you know, you, you worked on Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Pacific Rim was a great yeah. movie. What is your experience like on that film? Um, 
Okay, so I, I so from martial arts and acting, I started getting into the stunt industry because because I do fights and martial arts. I got into the stunt industry, and at first I didn't really know what that was, but right. when I found out what it was, I loved it. It was like, oh, I get to be on set movie sets, but I just do a fight scene, which is cool with me, you know. Um, so that was a stunt job doubling the actress Rinko Kakuchi, who is wonderful and splendid and a yes. wonderful actress. There's a Canadian huh? actress that, that that doubles her as well for like the boys and what have you. Yeah. For what? No, I'm sorry for something else. Go ahead and continue. Oh yeah. Continue with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's tons of girls that double her. She's she's great. Um, and she works all over the world. But for that one movie, I doubled her in Canada. Um, and, uh, we, I just did her, um, her in the robot in, in the robot suit, just getting, you know, yanked around with sparks and, and controlling the robot and all that stuff. Really? She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's a, he's a oh, she's wonderful great. actress. Yeah. She's fantastic. So, yeah. What was she, I, I'm going to ask you something personal. What was she like, like in person? Was she sweet? Oh, yeah. She, she's so sweet. So sweet and fun and goofy. She's super goofy and, and like, you know, creative, you know, um, yeah. just just creative and goofy and not not kind of your standard basic actress, you know what I mean? Which I thought was just a joy. She was a joy to get to know and super sweet. And, and well, she they... wants to do, she's very gung-ho. She wants to do her own stuff. You know, she's very, like, yeah. pro proactive well they killed they yeah. killed her in the second film and i gotta tell you I, I, like i wanted to stop watching the movie right when that happened like know, when they, right? I, it's like come on it's like seriously like this is the one person i actually like you you, you kidding yeah. me <laughs> yeah she's great but, but, but you also worked in, in mocap else awesome. oh yeah i mean yeah, she's a yeah. she's a really wonderful actress i mean there's no doubt in my yeah. mind that she worked on something fantastic but but you also worked in mocap 100%. as well so video games were yeah. your thing like resident evil 6 it was great oh god i love those games so when i was programming at ucla i got an internship at sony um programming i, I think i was um under the senior programmer and we would program their websites you know and um and uh that was like oh my god i got i get to go to sony and, and work it in their in their like kind of digital department and um, and then years later, I started working for Sony as a mocap artist, which is just I just worked on all of Sony's Sony PlayStation video games, and it, right. they're unrelated. It wasn't like I got the job because I interned, but it just Sony has just been such a wonderful family for me. They're like family to me. I've been on that yeah. set so much, and um, I, I I've worked on so many of their PlayStation games, and um, they they hired I me see, again and again. I see that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have such a great relationship, and I love Sony and, and all their games, just just quality stuff. Well, I'm about to ask you about The Last of Us because you, you did this, you did the added bonus um, uh, secondary information for The Last of Us, which was the scene where she was with the little girl and, and they were wandering around the, the, the mall together, right? Left, it's left yeah. behind. Yeah. Where, where you know? actually find. Because I play the game. Oh, but you could tell. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. Um, the last <laughs> what do you mean? How do I know? <laughs> well, I mean, how did you know who I was? I mean, it's not like they modeled it after me, 
right? No, I just guessed. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I just guessed. I swear to God. I okay. just guessed. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, Is that I, bad? I did. Um, no, no, I just was shocked because it's not, it's not listed on IMDb, is it? No, it's not listed. No. Well, you're you're smart then. <laughs> That's, all That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I did The Last of Us Two. <clears throat> yes. Um, which is out. Uh, it's out. It just came out, right? It just came out. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, it's out soon. Out soon. Uh, it's out soon. Um, yes. But I, I did. Um, some of Uncharted, the Uncharted DLC. Um, I played Chloe uh, for the entire game, and I mean, so so with motion capture, there's a voiceover actress, there's a model, um, a modeling actress. Wait, hold on a, a skip. Yeah. Hold on a second. You're skipping over The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I know. That is, I've, I'm under very strict. I know. <laughs> many an email about. I, I guess I, I guess I guessed too much, didn't I? Huh? So you just. It was just a lucky guess, but but I'm very okay, proud. Of, I'm very I'm very proud of you to have been on that on that game. I mean, that is that is going to oh, be a amazing. Yeah, that's going to be a wonderful addition for you. So, so go ahead. Let's just move on to Uncharted. Now we have. Let's move on to Uncharted. Well, I mean, in general, for for both the games, they're they're the same kind of the same people that that made the game, kind of. You know what I mean? Anyways, because it's the whole um, Uncharted family um, or Naughty Dog family. Um, I mean, it's it, it just it, there's um, many people that work on on the experience um and the motion capture part versus the voiceover part so we're not all the same people you know? right okay baby it's fine it's totally fine yeah. okay honey mommy's on an important phone call <laughs> um yeah oh my god she's so, because we're quarantined, I'm home alone with her, 24/7, with no school. It's fine. And it's she, fine. yeah, she's here. <laughs> Good. Okay, let's um, just keep on going. Want to say hi to the radio? Hi. Hi, sweetheart. Hi. You're awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, it just was a. Who's the, who's the radio? It's um, it's a big world. People listening all over the world are listening, listening to mommy talk about work stuff. Can you watch this? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but Naughty Dog is a great family to work for. Yeah, they uh, they're a great they're a great they, family. They mm-hmm. take care of you and and yeah, absolutely. They're such wonderful, so creative and wonderful over there. And um, the the and The Last of Us Two is going to be such a good game. Like I that, know. I mean, like oh my god, oh my god, yeah. like just all of the story and all of the things that happen and the character development and, and, and the quality of the, um, <clears throat> of the, uh, the rendering is right. just whew, next level. Yeah. So. You know, I've been watching everything, everything about it, like a crazy person. And when I saw you were part of the first <laughs> one, I, I just guessed you were part of the second one. 
And it's not even it's not even on your IMDb that you're part of the second one. So I pretty much oh guessed everything. That's, why, yeah, that's I, why I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I pretty much just guessed yeah. my way through that one. <laughs> so, yeah, or did but, I you misunderstand know, you? Yes, it is. It's a... Or, or I might have misunderstood you and thought you were talking about the second one when you were talking about the first one. No, <laughs> I no. Was, no, I was talking about the second one. No, I knew I knew you were I knew you were part of the second one. You know, full disclosure, I do know a couple people in, in that industry, but I, I did not know that you were you were part of that that filming or what have you. But I do I do know what happens in a lot of the game. Which I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah. But but when I saw oh, you when I saw you were part of the first one, I knew for a fact you were part of the second one, and I just made a lucky guess on what your scene was, because I I, see, I seen that scene, and it was beautiful. So I am looking forward to seeing more of you. But let, let's let's move on because you're you're under you're under an NDA for that 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 game, and we shouldn't be talking about that. Let's talk about let's talk right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, 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 we we don't have a lot of time left. Let's talk about Community real fast because that's one of my favorite shows on the planet Earth. So you worked on Community by Dave Arman. How was that? Sorry, my daughter not oh. wants to see my phone and is crazy about looking at my phone. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I think she's not gonna let me finish this. Uh, is there a way I can call you back? <laughs> Absolutely. You, you, you know, I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm gonna put you on hold yes. right now. I'm gonna talk to my audience. Why don't you Why don't you come back when you're ready? Okay. I'm gonna put you on hold. Okay. Great. <laughs> okay. All right, boys and girls, that was amazing. I mean, she's a really, really great human being. Uh, I love talking to her. She's going to come back in a couple minutes when she's ready to go. Um, but she's an she's an incredible human being. Um, talking about all of her movies, really talking about her experiences as being a mother is is really eye opening for a lot of people who you know if if you want to have children. If you've, if you've wanted to have a family, how difficult and how complex it is if you have a husband or if you don't have a husband or what have you, you can see that complexity there. Um, I would say to you all, you know, and what I loved was <laughs> guessing the, the, the Last of Us Part Two. Uh, that, that, was, that was one of my favorite, favorite gigs right there because uh, – I don't know. I I just had an intuitive feeling. I knew, knew exactly what part she was part of. So um, I can't wait to see her in that game. That game looks amazing. Let's let's listen to some music right now, real fast, huh? Now I've got a great song by Sage Charlemagne called June. Love this game. Love this song. Want to hear her sing it? Let's hear her sing it. Didn't wanna write a love song. Usually these things come out wrong But you've been up in my head all day long And now I'm all gone, yeah Didn't know we end up this way Keeping memories on 
Well, sorry, Sage. It's going to be another time until we, t- we hear that song. <laughs> I, got, I got Michelle back in the line. So, <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. You don't have to be sorry about a darn thing. <laughs> so what were we talking about? We are talking about community, the show Community. Because oh, Community, I, yeah. Yeah, Dan Harmon is a genius to me. Uh, Rick and Morty, <laughs> you, know, I, you know, it's back on Netflix right now. I love that show. Uh, what was your experience on that show? It seems like you were in episode one, right? Yeah, it was just a very small scene I was in. Um, I wish I was in a bigger scene. I wish it was an acting scene. It was a st- that one was a stunt scene um, where we just uh, got shot by uh, toy guns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember the episode. Um, oh, I remember was, the episode. Uh, oh, hilarious episode. Um, but yeah, it was it was a super fun day. We there's a bunch of extras and stunt people and um just a scene with some was it nerf guns or whatever whatever guns they were. I can't remember. They, they what were kind paintball of guns. guns. That's it, paintball. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're part right. of the paintball gun series. That was one of the totally. best episodes ever, by the way. It 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 was a good episode. I have to no, not toot, toot my own horn, but I had nothing to do with the episode. But. No, please, toot, toot your own horn. It was an ex- excellent episode. Yeah, it was. It was a super fun one. <laughs> well, let's go. Yeah, let's cover awesome two. That you're a fan of community. I love community. Oh, I love community. I, I just I just finished mm-hmm. uh, all the seasons again on, on uh, Netflix, but I've I've literally watched it about four times all the way through each each series. So it's it's really oh, an cool. amazing. Yeah, I love the show. You know, it, what's funny is that you see Abed, like uh, I don't know if you have ever seen that scene where he he uh, helps the woman give birth to a child in the background, mm-hmm. and it, it goes to show how the, it goes to show how the Russo brothers really know how to do a movie within a movie within a movie, and it shows you how they moved oh, on cool. to Marvel and were able to do like all these Easter eggs. Because they were doing Easter eggs uh, throughout yeah. community. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, they're like, we got this. <laughs> We've been doing this. <laughs> We've been doing Easter eggs since day one. <laughs> I know. Thank God, there's two of them. Well, let's cover two more movies before we get before we get going. Let's talk. Let's talk about Venom. Venom. Yeah. Um, Venom, we shot in Georgia, um, when it was freaking cold and snowing. I think it was their, one of their first years of snowing in so long. Um, and it was, I think it, I think uh, it had been like four and a half years prior that they, they, they snowed in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, yeah, they were all shocked and I was shocked. I was like, Oh my God, this is gorgeous. It's like a postcard outside. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a cold night and, uh, we were, um, I was a paramedic that, um, took on, um, I guess the first, uh, first or second symbiote yeah. that, um, yeah, yeah, that was a super fun, super fun little role to, to get to really, you know, act out what I think a symbiote might feel on my body. <laughs> So, so were you the one who was captured by the symbiote? Um, yeah, the symbiote went into me, and oh, so you're the one. Wa- you're the one walking. So, what? Well, they have so much makeup on you. I couldn't even. I couldn't even. Uh, 
recognize you. Oh yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just, um, I was in the opening scene where it crash lands, um, the, the, um, spacecraft crash lands and it gets from the astronaut to the paramedic and then goes from the paramedic to the old lady. The old lady goes to an airport and gives it to a kid and the kid gives it to the, yeah. So I was in that chain of, (laughs) (laughs) chain of events. Events and for one moment I was venom. <laughs> That's awesome. So what does what, what does I mean, it feel venom. like? Yeah, one of the symbiotes. What, what does it what does it feel yeah. like to be part of? You know, besides the video games, because The Last of Us is a billion dollar enterprise. I mean, it it, it did make a billion dollars, but but so did Venom. Oh yeah. Venom made oh, a billion yeah. dollars as well. So what does it feel like to be part of these billion dollar industries? Oh, I mean, it's 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 beyond. First of all, it's beyond cool, and to get to see the final product and and know that I was a tiny little piece of it is right. rad. Um, um, I think my biggest one that I was a part of that I really felt like I was a part of um, early on was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean three with Chad right. Fat. Um, I got to be an Asian Singaporean pirate with Chai and Fat. And that was like being on that set. And that at that point, I was still pretty new, you know. Um, right. At, I was like, oh, my God, what the heck is this? This is amazing. Right. That set was um, amazing, wasn't it? It was amazing. To this day, like one of the most amazing sets I've, I've still been wow. to. That was when Disney. they would just, you know, build the set instead of yeah. CG it, you know. Well, Disney really knows um, how to do it. They know how to do it real well. Yeah, yeah. And I, and growing up as an LA native, I love Disneyland. So Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride, right, <laughs> was one of my favorite rides. You know what I mean? Right. So to get to see, to get to be a part of that, to me, is epic. Like well, Disneyland well, wa- to me is epic. From watching, you know, because sh- we spoke about that earlier. From watching earlier shows and movies, just not seeing you know, Asian Americans seeing us represented a lot in America. What was it like being one of the representatives in America? Um, I, it, I mean, it, it definitely is. Um, I'm so proud of it. You know what I mean? Um, and I, and I definitely love seeing more Asians in, in uh, film and television and, and seeing, you know, even shows that are just, all Asian cast, which I'm like, wow, that's, that's huge. We get to, you know, talk about our, our culture by right. ourselves, you know, by us <laughs> right. instead of another culture talking about our culture. Um, right. So that's, that's, that's huge. And I, I think um, a huge difference from when I was coming up, you know, like when I was just starting off and whatever to now has been strides of a difference. And even still, I think we could use more, you know, Sure. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. And I've been friends in Blue Assassins and like um, Badlands and, you know, TV shows like that, that I'm like, yes, I root for them. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, let's let's talk. You know, before we close out, before I ask you questions that have nothing to do with movies, but before we close out, let me ask mm-hmm. you about Black Widow because we're all waiting for that movie. We think it's oh coming out God. in July. We believe it's coming out in August. It might come out in, you know, January. We're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Tell me about that film. Um, such a cool experience. Um, I, I it was supposed to come out in May. I think it was. Yeah. Pushed and pushed, and I actually I have no idea when it's going to come out. But um, which is a super Nobody bummer because it's yeah it's it's such a good film and and the um kind of way they port i don't know how to say it but the way they portray the film and the the way they deal right. with um her character is just so rad like the take on it um is so right. rad um and i i think will be one a, a super rad story for for everyone that loves marvel you know especially right. that character um and uh yeah it, it's it was it was i mean the of course the action on it I, is is amazing um right. and also the acting and directed by a female director so and written by a woman you know. as well yes 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 yeah. exactly i think it's a full yeah. female team on there yeah 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 it was awesome yeah the director was super Awesome, and you know, just the the female support on that set was just great. You, you've been Goodbye, you've been directed you know? a lot by men. What did it feel like to be directed by a woman? Now these questions will um, be out of date in yeah. about ten to twenty years, but I want to ask a question <laughs> now. You know what I mean? No, it, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think recently more I've I've been directed more by women, um, yeah. <clears throat> but. You're right. It it just was uh, majority male. I I don't think back then. I don't think I had one female director in my that's right that I'd worked with. You know, not even right. one. Um, but nowadays nope. a lot more. And it's a, it's definitely a different um, um, it's a different vibe. I have to say. You know, it's it's more collaborative because women are very collaborative, um, generally. Um, right. they're, they tend not to be tyrants where not that men are tyrants, but they're more, right. uh, they're kind of, they're kind of used to being in the seat of like, I'm going to take charge and I'm empower, you know, like I right. did a Michael Bay film, you know, like, right. um, but like women are, are more, um, kind of like, they generally tend to be like, Hey, how do you think about this? What do you, what, so what are you feeling? What are you feeling on this? And and have a, a chat with you beforehand, maybe, um, you know, there, I right. feel like it's a more collaborative effort, which is, which is nice. Right. Do you, do you feel like other, other, the actresses and actors respond better to a female, a female director, or do you feel like, cause you, you were around them or do you feel like somehow they subvert that or, or like, you know, underplay, that director? Um, nowadays, I think there's definitely more respect, you know, um, for mm-hmm. a female director. Um, right. You know, back when I started, I feel like if there was a female director, right. uh, if there was one, um, right. she's highly not respected. And I can't right. even imagine the 90s and the 80s, <laughs> you know. Right. 
Oh like, my gosh! I can't even. Like, have, I can't even imagine. Heaven, heaven forgive yeah. us, yeah. Right. Um, or even in the early 2000s, I feel like it was still very male dominated. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, definitely nowadays, you know, the, because of the movement and because everyone is, in general, so on board um, and and are creative and are themselves, you know. Um, gay, lesbian, whatever, like the whole community, transgender, this whole community of like accepting people, um, whatever they are, has really created the the movement that finally women can finally be. Right, right. (laughs) Um, Well, let me ask you some final questions here. What what are you looking forward to in your future? Oh, yes. Can I tell you about it? So, sure. I, I booked a series regular role on a CBS show called um, Blood and Treasure. And nice. it's it's kind of a, a first series regular for, role for me. Um, I, I do a lot of movies um, and small bit roles in television, but yeah. this is a, a, a bigger role for me, a series regular role. And we were shooting it when this whole thing happened. And we're almost done shooting it. And I'm so bummed that it's, wow. not, it's supposed to come out this summer. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, it's for sure not coming out this summer. <laughs> um, so it's season two of Blood and Treasure that might come out in the fall, but who knows, or whenever. <laughs> right. Um, and it was supposed to be announced in the trades, and it didn't get announced because the whole thing. And so I'm kind of like, <laughs> waiting on it. But that's super exciting for me. Um, yeah. The season is rad the the writers really took it to a whole nother level different from season one um and it's it's a it's going to be a fun time nice lots of action lots of of funny writing and and good action what what advice do you have for a young woman in the industry who has a child who kind of feels alone but is trying to make it through in this industry what mm-hmm. advice do you have for her? Um, I I think um, well, it's hard. I mean, there's there's so much advice I could give, <laughs> but I mainly yeah. um, um, mainly know your worth. Um, because if you know your worth, you'll know that rejection doesn't mean a thing. Um, brush it off your shoulders. Um, if if you don't get it this time, you'll get it next time. Um, so mainly know your worth and don't accept anything less than what you deserve. If you are single, if you are a mom, um, there's no need to be with anyone that's toxic or, or not right for you or making you upset in life and, you know, um, not bringing you to your happiest potential that you could be in life. Life is too short to waste on something like that. So know your worth. You're worth more than that. If if that's not right for you, don't be afraid to jump out of it because there's something else better out there for you. So. Yeah. Great advice. You know, you, you've been an yeah. excellent guest and, and we, we oh, were blessed you. to have you on today. I mean, you are wonderful. You're interesting to talk to. You are articulate. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Um, oh, thank you. 
please, please tell the audience how they could be in touch with you, how they can watch your stuff. You have a Facebook and Instagram, anything like that? Yeah. Um, my um, social media is at triple underscore Michelle Lee. So that's on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, just got on the TikTok. I'm so obsessed. Um, <laughs> um, so that's at underscore triple underscore Michelle Lee. Or Facebook, I'm at um, actress Michelle Lee. Find me, message me. I'll write back. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're very you're very personable. What do you what do you you know? I want to ask you a serious question here, a, a very serious question, if you don't mind. Okay. What, 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 it was, it's not that serious. I'll be honest. You know what is it about you that what is it about you that people want to spend twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen hours a day with you? There ha- now you're a mother, so you obviously know there's something about you. That people want to spend this amount of time. Well, I don't know if they want to. Spend, I don't know that they want to spend that much time with me. Um, they obviously do, or else they wouldn't. <laughs> um, you mean in terms of the industry or as a person? I mean, I mean, I guess it's all any, interrelated. Any, I w- I would say I would say they're interrelated. I I think they're very close together. I think, like. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us is one of those games that that it you know is takes a, an incredible amount of time to do. People adore it a great deal. They're going to make it into a movie, if not a TV show oh, for like God, H, so HBO rad. Plus. Or they're going to they're going to just blow that that up when this second one comes out. They're going to blow it up, um, and you're part of that. Oh, that would be so rad. No, those Isn't those are amazing. Do it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a wonderful it's amazing. game. amazing. A, a wonderful story. And I can't wait to hear the revenge story for the second one. It's going to be fantastic. Um, oh, I, I shouldn't say too much. Um, but, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you stop. <laughs> no, no, I should stop, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so, um, so, what is it about these people that they want to spend this time with you? Um, well, I, I don't know that they necessarily want to spend the time with me, but <laughs> thank you. They, they um, do. I, I think mainly with anybody, um, I think knowing your shit, um, mainly just kind of not going in, um, do your research almost, um, know your shit, because uh, it sucks going on to something where you're like, oh, what's going on? I mean, there's an element of that, of learning for sure, but kind of be as prepared as you can um, and, and uh, be a team player. Um, You know, like, like I said, I'm always down to, you know, I guess it's against the union rules, but I'm always down to move a light. I'm not too big to, you know, I'm not such a superstar that I can't, you know, help someone or let someone cut in front of me in line for the meal or like, you know, come hang out with the crew and not be in my trailer or, you know, it's just, knowing that this is a team effort, you're not right. the freaking diva superstar. Um, right. And, and, you know, and, and being a team player, I think, um, I think it makes everybody feel good. You know what I mean? Like I, I if yeah. I was doing like, there's like, I want to produce as well. And so for me, producing right. is like the ultimate team player. And if I hire someone, um, they need to be a freaking team player or I can't, I can't deal with, it. you know what I mean? So from, for me now, putting on a producer hat, 
and me wanting to produce, which I have something in, in progress that I would love to talk about when I can in the future, which is really exciting. Um, but you want to talk about it real like, quick? Why don't you tell us what you're producing? Say it real quick. Oh, I well, well, I, well, I can't, I can't really talk about it because it's oh, okay. You know, happening we'll talk about right it next time. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, next time. yeah. You know, you know, big studio. To, and, yeah. To, to say to you real fast, you know, I, I, with all the projects that are coming your way right now, I, I hope you're not going to be too big to not want to come back to our show, because we would love <laughs> to have you back on. Uh, you, you're a fan, fantastic guest. And um, oh, I, I know you. the pro- I know the projects you're going to be part of because I, I I kind of know w- your career path okay. that the, you are you're an amazing human being and and we cannot wait oh, to have you on again. She came back. She came back. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. You know, listen. So you told us you you told us what was important. For your career, you told us what was important for other people to understand when they went on a set that that you know not to be afraid and uh, and and what was important to you as a person. We can't wait to see what you're going to produce. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure you're going to be. We can. I'm pretty sure you're going to be a director as well. By the way, that's just as a guess. Oh, I would in love my, to. I, I think that's just a guess in my direction, but there, I, I finally heart. I find it hard to believe that you're not going to be a director one day. So I, I cannot wait for that path. I cannot wait for the, for the, for the last of us part two and your part in that game. Um, I cannot wait for your future to progress and I can't wait to see how you uh, just blossom like a flower. You're an amazing person. And thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a fun chat and, and uh, yeah, I'm never too big to come back. That's ridiculous. I'd love to come back. So thank you. <laughs> and, and your child was was never a bother. She's lovely. She's a child, so she she is who she is. And we accept that, <laughs> and we love her to death. Yeah. And, and we can't wait until she's older, and we can we can we can chit chat with her a little bit later on. I mean, this exactly. Is, this is life in quarantine. What are you What are you gonna do? There's it nothing is. you're gonna. It is. Yeah. It's real life, man. It's happening. It's real, real stuff. It's happening right now, and, and, and deny it is is silly and a little bit stupid. So we're we're glad we're so you know again in another path. I, I'm so happy that you shared such intimate parts of your life as well, you know, but, oh, but, you know, yeah. but being a mother and what have you, I, I think that's going to help out a lot of people. A lot of people understand mm-hmm. a lot of people so. gather information. I, I, I believe so with a hundred percent because you, you're an honest yeah. person and you're very articulate and you said it the way it should be said. And I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Right, Michelle, and I appreciate gonna... you having this platform for you know for people in in the film industry. It's such a it's such a help. It's my pleasure, Michelle. You know, having like I said, and I'll repeat myself again, having you on it was a pleasure, and uh, I'll continue to have this platform for forever. You know, I'm gonna you know maybe I'll go to NPR or what have you, but but no matter what, I'll awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll always reach out to you. Um, this is this has been one of my my favorite hey, interviews, mom. by the way. Uh, I I really oh, enjoyed thank it. You. I really enjoyed it because you're you're real. 
you're a real human being and you brought some realism to our show. So God bless you. Have yourself a great day. Take care of your children. Take care of yourself. and, And please be well. Thank you. And you as well. And everybody out there as well, too. Oh, our audience loved you. Trust me. All right. We're going to clap you and your kid out. May I know your child's name? Is that okay? May we we know her name? What? Seven. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. We're going to clap you out. Here we go. (laughs) You're awesome. You're the best, Michelle. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. What a fantastic human being, man. She really shared with us a lot of detail about her life, about what's going on in her existence. She was very forthright about being a mother and being a single mother, the trials and tribulations of having a child. You heard, you heard her child on the show, and she had to like wrestle her around and take five minutes off. That's real life, man. That's, that's the new normal within coronavirus. I, I know people hate that. And I know I hate that as well, like the new normal, what have you. But this is the new normal. I don't think the new normal is like wearing a mask and not shaking hands. I don't think that's the new normal, bro. <laughs> but I think the new normal is, you know, having your family around you and, you know, not being able to escape them. And having to share your future experiences with them. You, you heard her tell you the story about the fact that she had to bring her kid, her child, on to set. How many single mothers that are listening to this right now, how many single mothers have gone through that experience where you had to bring your child to work because for whatever, for whatever reason you had to do, she talked about body change, mind change, brain change, physiological change. She talked, she, she talked about a lot of important things. And she's in some excellent projects. The Last of Us One, the DLC. She's part of The Last of Us Two, which actually was not on, uh, on uh, IMDb. I do credit myself for being a great guesser, by the way. I can't wait to see that game. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see that game. She was in Pirates of the Caribbean, which is no small film, by the way. Venom. Black Widow, that's coming out soon. What an incredible human being she is. Michelle Lees, thank you so much for sharing your life story with us. Michelle, you are special. You are incredible. And you bless us all and educated us all on things that some of us just don't know about. Some of us just don't have any experience in. And now we're all better people because of it. We're all smarter because of you. 
Thank you for your time. It couldn't have been easy, especially with your child running around. It could not have been easy. Thank you for giving us your patience. We're extremely patient. I look forward to talking to you again in the future when you're producing the unnamed project that you uh, could not name because, you know, it's not happening right now and you, you can't talk about it. We understand. And the show that you're going to be a show regular part of, that's coming soon. I know it's caught off by the pandemic, by the coronavirus, coronavirus pandemic, but I know you're going to be part of it again. We can't wait to see you part of that. I'm looking forward to seeing you direct because I know for a fact that there's nothing in the world that you want that you can't get. Look at how hard you've worked so far. There's nothing in the world that you want that you can't get. I believe that 100%. You bless us all today and thank you so much. Michelle Charlene Lee. Look her up. Beautiful, smart, inquisitive, articulate. She is the perfect woman. Great woman. Mother extraordinaire. Thank you for blessing our stage. And to all of you, Thank you so much for listening in today. I appreciate you. Remember, this is a time of introspection. This is a time where we look deep within ourselves. This seclusion, this being sent to our room, This has happened for a reason. We need to look at our lives, forgive ourselves and forgive other people. When you said you loved somebody, did you mean it? Because if you meant it, reach out to that person and tell them or ask them at the very least, how are you doing? I've never told a single person I love that I didn't mean it to. Did you? Come out of this as a better person. Come out of this as a more glorious person. Learn from this experience. We were all great people. Sometimes stepping in the mud, walking across being stuck in old footsteps. We'll get over it. I have faith in you. I love you all. And I appreciate you being part of my family. This has been Cinephiles Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be well. And I'll talk to you soon.